Fright Rags, Horror Apparel, and Accessories. <laughs> if you're a horror fan, then Fright Rags is the place for you. Fright Rags has been bringing you the best in horror apparel and accessories since 2003. Officially licensed collections, including fan favorites such as Halloween, The Evil Dead, Creepshow, and tons more. No matter what type of horror you are into, Fright Rags has you covered head to toe. Offering a wide range of exclusive products from your favorite creature features, slasher flicks, and cult classics. Metal Hand of God listeners get 10% off when they use the code MHOG10 at the checkout. So don't miss out on your favorite horror apparel and accessories you can only get from Fright Rags. That's fright-rags.com. And remember, use MHOG10 at the checkout for 10% off your purchase at frightrags.com. <laughs> Look at him, he's all important. He's got capital letters. I know, look at that. Lord Christ. Lord Christ got the all capital. All baby. caps, man. He that means he's loud. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Lord? I'm how you out. been? I'm good. Good. How do I, how do I see you guys, dude? Uh, no way to see you? Yeah, we don't have we don't have video hooked up on our our end, man. Sorry. You don't want to see uh, us anyway. Look at you. Look how pretty you are. Uh, well, yeah, I just shared my webcam with you. Ooh, the, uh, man. All, all you're going like, to see is my ugly picture. That's a man with a good beard right there. It is. Uh, it is, man. I, I really hey. dig the, the Frightmare uh, thing behind you, too. That's fucking cool. I just, you know, I tried it out, this beard thing. I think it looks now. good on you. Seriously. Because I, well, I, I'm a bearded guy. I got a beard. Myself. Yeah, me too. Well, I shaved it off, and uh, it looked weird. It looked like my chin was small. <laughs> Than it was supposed to be, so I said, "Okay, I'm growing that back." Yeah, man. You when... know what? People will take you more seriously and and will look at you like you're a wise person if you have a beard. If you have no beard or no mustache, they look at you like you're a 12 year old kid. Like, shut up. <laughs> look, look, he, he's. Not... Hey, and I don't need that. I deserve, I demand respect. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, man. It it does look better on you, man. It really does. Like I know when I when I shave mine off, I look. Either like my mom, which I don't like, or <laughs> which, or like a twelve-year-old kid, and I'm like, I'm I'm forty years old. I don't need that. I need to get rid of when, you know. So when you shave your your face, you instantly grow boobs. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> that's I do. Weird. I do. It's crazy. That's, it's unbelievable. That just, that's why. That I, that's why I never shave. <laughs> that's it. I, People tell me the same thing. Uh, George, George Romero's agent. One one year, my mom came to the show and she. 
you know, she's a mom, so she right. go around. Mm-hmm. I'm Lloyd Pryor's mom, of course. And uh, <laughs> his agent came over to me and said, "You look just like your mother," and it just. <laughs> it, uh, I know what you mean, man. You just don't want to look like your mother. Exactly. Man. Like, know, like I'm a dude. A little bit, I, I'm, a, I'm a dude. Look, I loved my mom. I loved her to death. Like every, she was, she was yeah, like yeah. one of my best friends, you know. And and but I, I don't want you to somebody to come up to go. Oh wow, man, you look just like your mom. No, no, I don't. You know, you know what's weird about that? Because when someone says you have your mom's eyes, well, that's a nice compliment, you know. Yeah. You know, I can. I can see your mom in your expressions. That's nice. But when someone says you look like your mom, you're like, would my dad find me attractive? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> oh, shit. But well, that's uh, a fun way to start a show. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> it, has been, it has been forever since I talked to you guys. Yeah, it's man. It's been a while, dude. It's been a while. Um, ladies and gentlemen, hi. I'm your host, Wayne. Um, you know that gentleman over there is... The rum guy. And today we have the amazing Mr. Lloyd Cryer on here, who is the godfather of Texas Frightmare. Um, so, yeah, it's been forever, dude. We haven't talked to you probably, I mean, you've been on the show, like, this will be your third time or fourth time, I think, coming on the show. So Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. been a while, though. <laughs> I've always enjoyed it. Um, my thing is, I hate I hate listening to myself. Right. And, and <laughs> so, so I hate I hate doing these things for that, but I think really I hated doing it because I I've always had so much on my plate and yeah. Um, you know, with this virus going on, I got laid off. Oh man. Which was which was fun. No, I mean it's cool. I mean, I was there for 20 years, so you know, it's one of those things it's just like, okay, well that happened. It kinda, sucks. Kind of like a forced know. retirement almost. Almost, yeah, yeah. you know, so you know, it kind of sucks, but you know, now I have more time to do things like this, and things are a little more relaxed. Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah, that's what we uh, ended up doing too. Is like when uh, I I actually had the the virus, so I was I was out. Oh. Yeah, I had I was mandatorily uh, out of work for like what was it like three months, room something like that. It was it was Not like that? Yeah, yeah, it was a while. It was a bit, but um, so I had to stay out because I had. You know, I came up positive for it. Uh, luckily, I didn't have the, you know, the horrible, you know, stuff behind it. I mean, I had, I had, you know, sinus issues, headaches, things like that. But I was still function. You know, I didn't, I didn't have the bad stuff. Oh, um, good. And my, and luckily, the worst part of the whole thing for me was I was worried my my kid and my wife were going to catch it from me because yep. they were in my house. But they never even got any symptoms, so that was great. So. But no, when we were off for that long, and um, me and me and Justin, me and Rome sat down and we started hammering out like all kind of stuff. Like we're, you know, with the show. I mean, we ended up doing some new some new segment things that we've been wanting to do. We, you know, we do like a paranormal show now. We do a bunch of stuff. You know, it was it was, oh, okay. it, was it was really fun. So it gave us time to expand our brand while we were out too. You know. Well, that's that's what we did is we started our own little live stream thing which is awesome and, by the way oh thank you you've seen it oh yeah i've watched it a few times man oh cool well that's what the thing was is you know we you know there's nothing going on when and we're looking at all of our t- attendees and they've got nothing going on so you know we just wanted to connect with everybody while all this was happening and give somebody give everybody something to do yeah know, mm-hmm. something to look forward to so yeah, uh, it just made sense yeah it's, well, that's, exactly that's the thing. I was I was kind of curious. I mean, 
with with everything that has gone on, how is um, I, I, things are starting to open up a bit now. Things are mm-hmm. starting to move along. Uh, how is this? Uh, are these positive moves uh, that are happening now? Are they going to start giving you some freedom to keep doing the Texas Frightmare? To to start doing some planning is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, are are they are, are are things going? Do you think by the time it comes around is is, is it back on full force? Is it are, are there gonna ha- you think there's gonna be some new weird restrictions or how is this all gonna happen for you? Because I know this is gonna be a headache on you right now. Yeah. Well, um, I had a nice conversation or a a meeting with one mm-hmm. of the representatives from the hotel, the venue. And they they remain positive. So, you know, everybody's watching the guidelines that are coming out from Open Texas and Governor Abbott and all that stuff. And everybody's hopeful. It looks good. I mean, um, I think at the rate that we're moving, if they're opening back up, it looks good right now. Now, can that can something happen between now and then that that doesn't make it look so good? Yeah, sure. absolutely. So. You know, we, I, my wife keeps telling me, let's see <laughs> how all of this pans out after the riots and stuff. And right, right. You know, and, yeah. that, and that's what I've been saying, too. I've been like, look, guys, me and my boss have been talking about this. I said, look, the spike of COVID cases that's going to happen in the next two weeks is going to be ridiculous because of all these people doing the protests and the riots and the and the, the looting and all that stuff. And everybody's like, nah, it's not gonna happen. I said, watch, you'll see. If if the yeah. if the COVID is that <clears throat> contagious, it's going to be crazy. It is right. fascinating to me that the uh, how we as a uh, as as American people, we we have an amazing uh, 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 kind of positive outlook on most every tragedy that happens in our lives. I mean, you can look through all the tragedies that's happened within the past 20, 30 years. Yeah. But somehow we, 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 we get a positive spin on it. Like right now, we know that this 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 COVID thing is, is still going on and it's still very prevalent in our society. But for some reason, okay, give you an example. I live on an island that's primarily driven by tourism. Right. So right. Yeah. Uh, there are so many freaking people here. It's like a light switch was flipped and it's like, oh, it's summer. There's no problems. We're all going to do the same old thing. And... <laughs> Now there's this big outbreak on this. We, it's, it's not a big island. It's a small island. So uh, there's there's people that are getting sick and there's still stuff. It's like, well, I don't understand what's going on. It's like, well, you're just kind of doing your normal thing without remembering this is still going on. Right. And now now you're you know you add what's going on uh, in other aspects of of the world and stuff like that with the other protests and stuff like that. It has just gotten crazy. But yeah. Uh, we do, as as American people, we do have a, a, a an amazing way of uh, going, looking positively, or if, if it's even if you want to call it looking positively, I kind of looking at look, look at it like we're we're kind of ignoring what's going around us. Ignorance <laughs> is bliss in America. Yeah, yeah. Well, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. It could. I, mean, be, I think it could be both. I mean, ways. I wish I could. I wish I could live my life with the ignorance and just, you know, be ex- extremely happy and smile with my stupidity. But, uh, I don't know how people get through life. Sometimes you do. No. I'm sure you see it a lot too. You just look around, but like, how have you gotten this far in your life? How- <laughs> well, you know, I, I've always been a super positive person and, uh, my wife has critiqued me in the past on that. And mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm always like, 
It's going to work out. It's going to be fine. We have to be positive. And she's like, oh, yeah? Is that right? <laughs> so She sounds like my wife. Yeah, it was mine too. <laughs> so, you well, know, I've, I've kind of always been that way um, through most of my life. I mean, there's been times where it's like, oh, shit, the shit's going to hit the fan. But I've always tried to remain positive. So, yeah, I don't know if that's kind of a Pollyanna-type syndrome or if it's good, you know? <laughs> I mean, for 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 a uh, a gentleman who deals in the world of uh, frightmare, I mean, you would think that you would have more of a uh, doomsday type of outlook on things. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's very po- it's very reassuring that you, of all people, have a positive that's outlook. That's good, on though. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Look, man. At the end of the day, everything has to be okay, and that's the oh. way I see it. It just has to be okay. I mean, what else are we gonna do? Right. Are we gonna... we're, we're, we're not here forever. We might as well make the best of it. That's what I said today. Yeah. So, you know, as far as the show goes, um, I am being very positive, but I'm also being, I'm, I'm being realistic and I'm looking at it and I'm looking at the guidelines that were given. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, right now the venue is open at 50% capacity. So, <laughs> and that was what they told me today. So that could change a whole lot in three months. It could yeah. be, you don't know. I mean, we could be a hundred percent by then, or uh, we could go back to being, you know, Close. ten people well, at a time. R- yeah. Roughly, what would fifty percent capacity be at that venue? <laughs> oh. for, for Frightmare? Oh uh, yeah. Oh, uh, dude. Um, Frightmare's. I think you're. Crazy. I think you're around four thousand. Yeah. So 50%. still not a bad day. Not a bad day. No. Mm-mm. No. No. Uh, and, but you know, a hundred percent, of course, is much better. But you know, still, uh, I mean, you you you've been keeping in touch with the people that you you you're you doing, uh, you know, that are be doing the convention and things like that. What are their outlook? Have you heard anything from them that are just, you know, they're are they are they leery? <laughs> are they all for it? Is it a you mean you know, guest wise or or guest wise? Oh, okay, yes, okay. sir. Uh, guest wise, everybody is ready when when things are said to be ready. So okay. uh, most everybody is like, I'm ready to come back tomorrow nice. when all the restrictions are lifted. You know? Good. Good. Uh, they're they're ready to come back. I mean, look, I mean, this is a lot of people's livelihood, too. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, you know, people want, people want to come back, but, you know, they also want everybody to be safe, too, and that's what we want yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, uh, my wife, <laughs> my wife kept saying, Oh, I can't. Re- I'm. I'm excited. We get. The, we're getting ready to go. You know, to to see you guys and stuff. And and she's like, yeah. And then, then the COVID thing happens. She goes, fuck. Another year. We're not gonna make it. This is terrible. This is terrible. I know, I know. It's like yeah. it's uh. It it was crazy. You know. But um, I had no qualms about you know postponing. Oh no. You, know, you shouldn't. The I mean, dates. I mean, that's the way it is. I mean, look. No, I don't want to get sick and right. I surely don't want a lot of people walking away from the show sick so bottom line it's all about the safety of everybody yeah because that would make a terrible script for a horror movie yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> really really this is a pretty good one i know it's been done before there was actually a movie called pandemic yeah, uh, yeah. But, um, there's actually a few now yeah there's quite a few but uh yeah this would be a you know you know, if anybody's out there listening who wants to direct this movie, <laughs> Billy Bond, uh, that uh, would like to do something with a pandemic and a convention, that would be really nice. 
Um, <laughs> uh, just let us know because uh, we, we we came up with the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Don't film Hashtag. it at my show though. Let's no, 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 no. Yeah, let's do a different one for sure, for sure. <laughs> but we, but... Could, we could call it we could call it Texas slightly scary weekend. <laughs> no no correlation. But but we're gonna premiere it there. All right, is that cool? Yeah. Okay, right. yeah. I'm in, I'm in for the premiere. All right, awesome, awesome. <laughs> but so, we, you know, we've got a lot of we're we're looking at all the ideas, you know, that you know, as far as spreading people out and all of that kind of stuff. But you know, I I just I just want to I, I want everybody to come back and I want everybody to come back safely. There's so many people out there. That as far as the attendees go, there's more such an overwhelming majority that just want to have the show. They just yeah. want to do it again. Well, it's fun. It is. It's a great show. Like, and we always talk on the sh- on here about it all the time. Like, anytime we talk to a new like uh, I don't know somebody's been in a film or or a director, director or actor, somebody, or we're always like, look. Go check out these guys. It's one. It's the best show we've ever been to. You know, go check it out if you guys want to do something. Yeah. You know, Ma- Max should check it out. I agree. I agree. Max um, is Max has got some amazing movies. He I think his, his last name is Cherky. I don't know if you ever heard of him, Max Chur- Maximilio Cherky. Cherky. Yeah, How he, does he spell it? T H uh, something or that's a big name. Um, Cherky like <laughs> Cherky like turkey. That's what he says. Yeah. Uh, uh, he did uh, his the new one he just did was uh, a May Day. It was about a uh, well, I'm not going to give anything away, but it, it takes place on an aircraft. Yeah. Um, uh, he's got a new one coming out, which is uh, a, a classic uh, good versus evil supernatural thing uh, that's coming out. Uh, he, he's 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 a very he's an amazing gentleman. He's very got, nice man. Uh, lot lot of great movies. Uh, he's what, what else has he done? Oh my God, he's done so much stuff. It's crazy. Uh, but, so when uh, did May Day come out? May Day came out this year, this uh, 2019, last year came out. Oh, Mas, oh, Massimilio yeah. Cerchi. Yeah, he, I think I think he's on my friends list on yeah, Facebook. Super, super nice guy. Very, very good uh, guest. You know, he was awesome on our show, and his movie's right. great. I enjoyed. Well, I enjoyed watching May Day. It was fun. Yeah, I'm looking him up right now. Uh, he's yeah, got he's, a. He's, he's on got my a, friends list. Yeah, he's got a new movie coming out. Um, uh, you can, if you look at his IMBD, I, I won't give anything away because we haven't talked to him about it yet. But right, right, right. Uh, there is a uh, that supernatural um, apocalyptic movie that's coming out, which yeah. is he's super amazing. He's got a uh, lot of stuff in pre-production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm seeing. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's quite a bit. He says he never stops working. <laughs> Good for him. That's awesome. Yeah. But uh, I I have yet personally been to Texas Nightmare. So every time Wayne goes, <laughs> I like to sit and uh, get on YouTube and watch everybody's homemade videos. Yeah, like, he, watches all the, he watches all Sprite the videos. <laughs> and and then Wayne comes on and he's like, "Yeah, man, it was amazing." I said, "Did you see so and so?" He's like, "Yeah, hey, how'd you go yeah, over yeah. there?" I, like, I watched I their video. Because <laughs> well, that's I, what the great thing like. is about you know the technology today is uh, you know we can put that stuff up and anybody can see it. And, you know, that's kind of what we did with, uh, like I said, with our live stream that we're doing now is, isn't that amazing? You can just, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's so cool how, how accessible everyone is now. 
Yeah. Like, so like, you can just jump on the internet too, and you're... A little too much. Though, like, ten, times, like 10 years ago, before we started this show, <laughs> if we wanted to talk to, say, you, there would be no way. We'd have to call you on the phone and figure out how to get in touch with you. And then now it's just like, hey... Do you want to come? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> you know, Skype. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Boom. Done. Done. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, and we put, we put the, you know, the Frightmare HQ together really quickly and, um, and it just, you know, it was easy. There's apps out there now. Like we, <laughs> we, we go through a, something called StreamYard, and mm-hmm. you basically just connect all your accounts and boom, you're simulcasting on four, you know, five or six different platforms. Nice. Right. Nice. Right. Now the, uh, I was I was curious. Uh, I, I know this year was kind of squashed for you with with everything, but uh, what was uh, if if possible? Do you feel the the next one coming up is going to be? Uh, I mean, who, who are I, I'm I'm asking things that I, I, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> who is who is expected? Any any names you can drop to say who's going to be at the next Texas Bright Mayor for us for September? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they're all on our website. Man. It's all, it's we all got, it's all the same ones from before, or is it? Some yeah. Ones? Oh, okay, great. Yeah. What was great is you know everybody was really cool um, about. We just you know sent out before we announced it. We sent out an email to everybody and said, hey, we're looking at maybe having to push this back. Would you be available on X dates? And ninety five percent of them came back and said, yeah, we're all on board. So that's oh, awesome. good, good. Yeah, so we've got David Cronenberg, Jackie Earl Haley, um, the some of the cast from Doctor Sleep with Alex Esso, nice. Henry yeah. Thomas, Sam McLarnan, Kylie Curran. Um, we've oh got a gosh. Leatherface reunion. We've got a Night of the Living Dead 1990 reunion. Nice. Um, you know, of course, Savini's back. He's always back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got Melinda Clark, nice. uh, which is somebody that I've always wanted to bring into a show. Um, That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's about, uh, let's see, 10 guests, well, nine guests that have not reconfirmed yet. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, they're all from basically one agent, and we're just kind of waiting on him to, you know, pull yeah, the trigger. Hit everybody up, yeah. And Alice Cooper is one of them that hasn't reconfirmed. <laughs> but oh, cool, his man. his whole deal is he had to cancel a bunch of uh, uh, concert dates, right? Sure. So because of all of this, so he's just kind of waiting until all of those get rescheduled and to see when he and, can do stuff. Yeah, and and he's already he's already said you know yeah it looks like I'm I'm good that weekend, but keep me as pending for now until I get everything settled. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, if he sold tickets already for the concerts, I can understand, you know, him going. Ah, I don't know when we're gonna schedule these yet. So yeah. Yeah, you know, so it's it's totally cool. He's one of the coolest guests we've ever had. We had him back in was it '09 or 2010? I, I'm having a hard time remembering, but he's always been a great guest and just a great person too. So that's that's what I, I got, hear. I got Wayne uh, to buy <laughs> one of the Alice Cooper movies. Uh, he was in was uh, what, what's the name of the movie? Big, Wayne? Bigfoot, man. The Bigfoot movie. Yes. Yeah. Have you Bigfoot have movie. you seen that? I don't think so. Oh yes. Oh my God, Alice, Alice Cooper Cooper's in a Bigfoot, Bigfoot movie. movie. Yes. 
I thought you were going to talk about Monster Dog. I haven't bought that one yet, oh, but it's on the list. No, that, yeah, <laughs> I actually, funny enough, after the one guest brought it up, I actually watched it. It was yeah. actually really good. Yeah, we had a gentleman on that was actually, uh, he, he does all the um, the extras on DVDs, like uh, like the Blu-ray stuff, and, and he's he does like uh, commentaries with people, and he's talked to, to us about when he did a commentary with Alice Cooper, and he was telling us that, you know, he's telling us stories about... Uh, him doing the uh, the monster dog but, movie and all that stuff, and I was like, oh okay. And how, and how it wasn't Alice Cooper's voice; the whole thing was right, dubbed. right. It was all dubbed. dubbed his voice. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Freaking I, 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 that's the next movie I'm buying is Monster Dog. <laughs> so, well, we had the director of that movie at our event, really? Claudio Fragasso. Yeah. And oh wow! He directed Troll Two. So whoa, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah, he's like it, you know one of the best bad movie directors of all ever. time yeah exactly <laughs> exactly I, I watched was it was there was there a troll two document there was a document uh there we go i'm doing it doing it rum documentarian documentarian a documentary yeah, about that, troll two probably talking about best worst movie yeah that that was it yep i watched oh, that yeah, that was gosh. crazy speaking Claudio of movies great. uh to let you know uh did you know they're doing a new scream movie i i read a blip about that and I didn't know and if it was rumor or not. It is true, and it's uh, taking place in the town just north of me, about a uh, 30-minute drive. It's, I live just south of Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay. And so Scream, this new Scream movie is taking place in Wilmington, North Carolina. And they've got most of the original cast somehow involved in the movie. Huh. Wow. Well, so, good. That's cool. So that's... That's it's pretty interesting. So that's something that's gonna be coming down the pike here pretty soon with the new Scream movie. You know, um we've had a lot of the Scream people at our show. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta tell you, they were some of the most popular guests we've ever brought in. I yeah, mean, really? I, I, oh. I got to meet well, who did I met three of them. Uh Skeet, um, mm-hmm. um, um David Arquette. It was a year that yep. it was it was the three of them that were there: David Arquette, Skeet, and uh, Matthew Lillard. Rose McGowan. I didn't I didn't meet Rose that year. I did just met those three guys, and uh, they were f- fantastic, nicest people I could ever talk to. You know, I just talked to them for a few minutes, but they were just so cool, down to earth. Especially Matthew yeah, Lillard. Yeah. Lillard yeah. was Lillard's amazing. Like, he's he's a such good a cool dude. dude, man. He was just you know, what what really what really gave me the respect for him was when. I was standing, we were standing right behind um, um, the people in line, like way in the back. And mm-hmm. Lillard said, is anybody with kids that he wanted them up front first? So yep. we were holding my son. So I, I was like, no, that's okay. But he was like, no, come on up here. So he, he brought us up to the front. And the little girl that was in front of us was crying. She wasn't, she was scared, you know? So you know what he did? He got on his knees and he did the shaggy voice and talked to her. As Shaggy, yes. and that blew me away, dude. Like that was that gave me so much respect for that guy. That somebody videotaped that, and that went viral. Really? At, right after that, yeah, it went everywhere, and then, and then I, I it seemed like about a year later, it went viral again. <laughs> he, I mean, wow. it, it was so cool to see him do that because, you know, I mean, most people are like at these big Wizard World conventions. They're they're. I hate to say it, but dicks, most of them. And they just dare to sign a piece of paper and say, okay, give me my 50 bucks or whatever. And they push you out the way. Um, But to see him do that, it just really gave me more respect for the man. And I was just kind of like, dude, that was so cool. I even told him, I was like, man, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen, man. He goes, oh, thanks. And, you know, 
that's his mo man he he wants to you know the kids uh up front at every show he does so that's that's kind of a math that's his deal that's what he does well i did find out a little a little back something right now that at least um because I, I was talking when i was up at uh one at the hospital with uh with somebody who's uh working uh on the production team with this movie and oh wow kind of let yeah it was kind of cool uh they they said that the uh kind of the loose the loose concept that they get from it what's what what they're talking about doing is uh the 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 incident that happened in scream became uh, kind of a has turned into its own urban legend of course okay so it's one of those things so somebody is doing a their thesis in college on this specific urban legend and it go, it just tumbles into uh chaos and bad things are starting to re re materialize and it's awakened some of the uh characters old emotions and then things start happening because it's like you shouldn't be writing this and they're getting like letters kind of, like you shouldn't be do you shouldn't be researching any of this you need to let this go that type of thing it it, right. kind, of, it kind of sounds like the tv show Maybe I, you know what? I never saw the TV. Show, I, I so. watched it. Well, the reason, I mean, I watched it. I watched the whole thing. Cause I was, you know, hoping that we would get our shirt in the show, but, um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like a douchebag, but no, um, one of our old members who, who was on our show went and was the, um, uh, advisor for the podcast, you the know, how the show. podcast kid on, on the uh, show, did you ever watch the scream show? I did, yeah. Okay, you know the kid who played uh I can't remember his name, but the the young guy who did the podcast on the show. Uh-huh. They yeah. want they called us to do, you know, kind of help them out with setting it up and showing them how to I, do things. So we oh, gave yeah. we gave the the cast and the crew some shirts and stuff like that and we were hoping that one of them made it onto the show. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was we cool. We did get that a little blurb cool in it though. We did, we yeah, did. Yeah. We did get a little hey, thanks guys in it, but other than that it was cool. That is but, cool. Uh, yeah, Adam was great for doing that. I yeah, yeah, appreciate that, man. Sure, but uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of a cool thing. I mean, anything. I mean, Texas is always known for great horror <laughs> movies and that whole genre. Anything uh, down your way that you that you know that's going to be uh, coming around the bend, maybe. Man, I'm always bad at this. I read about <laughs> so much stuff, but I can never, you know, on the spot pull it up. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, it seems like there's a lot going on. There's there's controversy going on right now. I know that. I don't think we want to get into all of that, but no, th- there is yeah. some film controversy going on, and you know, it's too bad. But you know, it is what it, it is, man. It happens. It's like, it's like yeah. the rest of the world, man. It's like it, it, you can't do anything nowadays without causing some kind of wave. Yep. Yep. That's it. That's it. But but yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff. I mean. It it seems like we're, you know, now that we're into September, I I haven't really, I usually catch up in May, you know, when I talk to everybody and I hear everything that's going on and all the projects and, uh, but I just can't think of anything right now. Yeah. What do you, what is your take on like, uh, like movie theaters coming back, man? Do you think they're going to come back? Yeah, I think eventually they will. Um, there's some that are opening up already. Um, I couldn't tell you who they are, but I've read that there are some theaters that are opening up at reduced capacities and, 
and things like that. I think it. I think it's going to happen. Um, the, the only reason I asked that question is because I read a um, uh, a little <clears throat> thing today saying that AMC has stated that oh, they yeah. they don't believe that they're going to be able to afford to come back from all this mess and. And you know what? I think that's kind of horseshit. If you really want to know my whole thing behind it, I mean, if you charge $7 for a Coke that costs you $0.35, cents, you can afford to come back. It, here's what I don't understand is as soon as all this happened, you had all these giant corporations going, we're broke. We need money. <laughs> right. Give us, the, give us some money. And, um, <laughs> you know, we, we can't come back. And, you know, I was always taught that you should put back money for yourself in case you lose a job or sure right or you whatever. have something to fall back so, on so why why aren't these corporations doing that kind of thing you know why aren't they don't they have money set back for you know craziness that's going to happen because it's always going to happen it may not be a pandemic well, but well, something didn't, yeah didn't, didn't the government give uh you and texas fright mayor that big check to <laughs> 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 that was funny. Uh, I wish. I wish. I mean, um, oh I, shit. That's what I don't get, though. I mean, there. The last time we had an economic problem, you know, you had all the car makers and all the airlines, yeah. and they all had their hands out, you know. And it's like, where, where, what are you doing with all this money? I know what they're doing. They're, you know, paying millions to their CEOs and everything like like that they're not they're not being responsible nope the, the problem is we don't know how to play the game that's the problem yeah i do not i do not know how to play the game <laughs> neither do i i know nothing about politics <laughs> um my thing has always been i just i'm gonna be honest with everybody no matter what and that's the well, best that's way you problem. can be <clears throat> huh that is your problem. You're, you're I, make, you would make the worst car salesman. I can tell you that right hey now. Hey, man, you can't. This car's a piece of shit. It's $5,000, though. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just that's just how I am, though. I mean, it's just I, honesty is better than anything. Hell yeah. And no matter what the hell happens, you know, I just want people to know that I was honest. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's always good to be upfront about things. That's why I never. That's why when when we were talking, me and Justin were talking earlier, and I, and I was like, I could never be PC because people don't want the honest opinion. They want, they want me to tap around everything and be polite yeah. and sweet to you. But no, I'm gonna tell you how I feel. I'm not gonna be like, eh, it's okay if you want to take this yeah. and run away. No, fuck you. you Bas know? Basically, Wayne completely ruined my chances of being a politician. Oh yeah, year, year, years ago. <laughs> this, this show. When you started this show with me, that. when you started this show it, with me, it was, it was done. You're, you, 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 yeah. Neither one of us can run for anything. <laughs> I was, I was, I was on the on the fast track to being a senator somewhere. Yeah. I know, uh -huh. but it just, it's not going to happen now. In your mind. <laughs> Oh my but uh, but back to movie theaters though. What's a very cool thing is though there is now a rise in United in the United States. There are uh, drive-in movie theaters starting to come back, which I'm cool. so happy about. Super cool! Isn't that amazing? The it's, one thing it's beautiful, you should never man. have gotten rid of to start yeah. with because it was amazing part of Americana, the drive-in yep. movie theater. And I never understood I mean, why they got rid of them. I, I, I mean it. It's movies, it's cars, it's it's that awkward first date, it's everything, <laughs> you know? It was it's all American was the drive in movie theater and we just got rid of it. But so happy that now they're kind of on a rise. There's an uptake. There's actually in, in the state of North Carolina right now there are 
five drive-in movie theaters wow, that that's are just starting cool. to open. Very cool. Which yeah. is crazy. I mean, well, I mean, it's a big state, but I mean, five doesn't sound like a lot, but it's more than they had now. So, well, the show that we did a week and a half ago was all about the Wretched, which has been dominating the box office for weeks mm-hmm. now, mm. um, and it's a horror movie, and it's a it's perfect for the drive-in. Them, I know for a fact because they told me they didn't make this thinking, oh, we're going to put this in drive-ins, <laughs> right? But it just worked out that way, and it feels like the the old times. Um, That's so the cool. Producer, yeah, the producer sent me um, an article recently uh, that they got written about them in Forbes. Wow. Oh, magazine. wow. Yeah, it says, uh, The Wretched reaches rare box office milestones shared by Black Panther and Avatar. Holy shit. Wow. <clears throat> and uh if you if you guys want to read that later it's a really interesting read but yeah. they've been they've literally been dominating they've been number 1 on the, in the box office for weeks now i don't know how uh, i haven't checked this week yet but the wretched. they they the wretched and um it's a good movie it's of course you can VOD it right now too mm-hmm. but um you know for all the people that are wanting to get out and go do something and avoid the virus you go to the drive-in and you see the wretched. <laughs> That's really cool. I mean, they they had drive-ins uh, when uh, when I was a kid. Same. Still, uh, to a point. I mean, they were they were fading away, but they had them when you were a kid. I'm sure. You know. Oh I yeah. Mean, yeah. Texas was. They had some big drive-ins down that way. I mean, and in the South was always known for great drive-ins. Um, but it is such a wonderful thing to start bringing back because there's a whole culture of people. The kids, you know. You know, they're just starting to drive, or there's there's twenty year olds that, you know, think the world's against them. The they need, <laughs> they need something positive to look forward to on the weekends, and and that driving is is a really great way of doing because it, it's a whole culture. You know, it's oh, it's yeah. an amazing thing, and and to be able to not just show new movies, but my favorite thing was always when they did the double or triple features yeah. and you showed like. You showed a, like one of the old movies, and then one of those in between movies, and then the feature presentation. It was always, yep. you know, you know, uh, we had Pioneer driving when it were uh, where I grew up, and they still had the things where you had to hang them on the side on the of windows. your car, the speakers. You know, there's the, then yeah. just before they closed, they went to the one where you know if you turn your radio to FM, whatever, and you had to tune it in, you could pick up the, the signal and stuff. But I still like that mono speaker that just hung on the side of the yeah. car it was just the most awesome thing it was the shittiest sound in the world but it was terrible it, it, just, it, it just added to it yeah it, you're sitting there going hey, my, heart, my speakers suck watch out watch out billy <laughs> but look how far we've come we all have a lot of us a lot of people i mean i would think most everybody has an amazing sound system in their cars now yeah and so you can go to a theater and tune in the movie and it would sound amazing right. in your little sure. car, you know. It's it's crazy. So, like now, cars are coming with like Bose systems and shit. And I remember when Bose came out, and you couldn't buy a speaker for less than a thousand dollars, you know. And mm-hmm. now they're coming in the cars. I'm like, what yeah. the hell? My truck yeah. uh, came with a Bose audio system. It's, it's awesome. It. Yeah, my, uh, it's my wife's car has one too, and it's just, it blows me away. I'm like, man, this sounds incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I miss the drive-ins. I grew up. I, I was born in '71, so I got a good dose of drive-ins. I, I saw the uh, '70s version of Kong, King Kong at a drive-in. That's awesome. Um, 
I've seen Hammer. I've seen Hammer horror films at the drive-in. I've seen, I, I've seen Rabid, David Cronenberg's Rabid. I saw it at a drive-in. So, That's I mean, so I, good, I, I miss the drive-in. I uh, still, I, I took my wife on a date <laughs> when we were dating when we were kids to the drive-in. We saw this is this is my last drive-in experience. I'm gonna tell you. I'll just sum it up in Cliff Notes version. It's very easy. I'll give you. We a... saw, we saw the uh, the movie. Uh, what was it? Air Force One. Okay. It was a double feature, Air Force One wow. and Copland, the Ooh. worst Sylvester Stallone Ooh. movie ever, Copland. <laughs> and in the middle of, it was uh, after Air Force One, and it said, uh, now for our next presentation. They always got on and did their little fancy little fancy thing to announce the movies. It said, but before we <laughs> announce uh, the, the name of the film, we have to say something extremely serious. Princess Diana was killed in a car accident. Oh shit! Oh no! It was. They they said it again. Once again, Princess Diana is been declared dead in a car accident, and we have hot dogs two for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking terrible and funny all at once. Oh man! The, you could you could go if you went to the drive uh, the concession stand right now and ask for the princess package. You could get the two hot dogs and a drink for only a quarter more. Oh my god! <laughs> wow! Uh, and it come it came it did it come in like a dented box? I'm just curious. It it, it was a box. You got oh, the two god, hot dogs right, and right. the coke set in the cardboard box. <laughs> I had the handle. You walked it back to your uh, car. That sort of thing. Do you only? I, I tell you this right now, guys. The only because we only had one drive-in theater here when I was little. They showed porn, didn't they? Uh, it, well, I don't know. Uh, because <laughs> they, all, they always showed porn in one of them. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure it was that one. But yeah. Um, yeah. But my experience behind a drive-in was this. I went with, uh, I was probably like seven, maybe. Okay. Because it was, I mean, they were practically all gone by the time I turned 10. You know what I'm saying? Like, they weren't, they weren't here very long. When you were there, did they still have the piano player by the front of the screen? No. Oh, okay. So I wasn't it was a little that, after. I, I, I wasn't that. I'm not that old, you motherfucker. Uh, you, you saw obvious, obviously, obviously, you're older than I am since you saw Air Force One at a theater. And well, I, no, my my drive-in was freaking there forever, dude. Air mm, Force One wasn't. That was ninety. Well, yeah, that's true. I'm, think, I'm thinking. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. That wasn't too long. Any, ago. Anyway, whatever. Lloyd's. Duh. You hate, I hate you. Anyway, um, yes. so I'm in this car. I'm a seven-year-old <laughs> kid. So it was me, my cousin, one of her friends. Um, Did you get her pregnant? Wait, wait. It, it gets uh, better. Her mom and her dad, right? Her mom and dad's yeah. in the front seat, and the rest of us were in the back back of this station wagon. Right. And they decided, we're going to go see a horror movie. I cannot remember the life of me what this horror movie was, but it had, I think it had a puppet in it. It wasn't like Puppet Master or anything like that. It was like one of the, like a was it um, Gremlins. No, 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 no. A puppet, like, like a um, ventriloquist dummy, and I can't remember oh. the name. It might have been that movie uh, with, uh, what the hell's his name? Hannibal. Anthony uh, yeah. Hopkins. Yeah. Magic. Yeah, it might have been Magic. If I'm not mistaken. Um, but but so, the three of us are in the back, right? So I'm a horny little kid, and I'm like with. So I'm back there Dude, playing. You're seven. Did you even know what to do with it? Hey, look, I'm playing doctor in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got in a lot of trouble that night. <laughs> my 
my aunt and uncle, what the fuck are y'all doing back there? Oh, shit. Yeah, that was, that was bad. I was in trouble. And, that and was that's the... how Louisiana was populated. And, and that's how I... <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I, uh, you know, that was my last experience with a drive-in movie. And your cousin. No, I wasn't with the cousin. It was with oh, a friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a... I had morals back then too, man. You know, oh, you know you I, I may be I may be morals. from the south, man, but I'm not gonna fuck my sister or cousin. All right, come on, get off me, daddy, and turn on the light. I know that <laughs> my daddy, my daddy said I'm the best kisser. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's awful, awful. Oh, but no, it's it's very good that uh, that that's the movie culture is coming back. I really hope yeah. the cinemas come back, like you said, and. Uh, but uh, really, really excited to to see those uh, to get a new, another generation with those classic movies and, and the drive-in aspect. I think it'd be great. Yeah, I, you know, I, I I miss the drive-in a lot. We had a, the Firefox drive-in, and you know, here's some here's some kind of crazy. My mom went to school with the founder of Cinemark. Wow, Do you have Cinemark there? We we had one in uh, up no, up in Pennsylvania. Okay, so. They both went to school in a little bitty town called Bardwell, Texas, which is where I grew up also. Okay. And um, his name was Leroy Mitchell. And um, he started, he had the little Terra Theater in Ennis, and that was where he started. And that movie, if you watch Deadly Blessing, mm-hmm. that theater is is in the movie. Oh, it's, okay. It's, it's no longer there, but... Um, that's a Wes Craven movie. So they had a uh, mm-hmm. summer of fear on the marquee for that movie. Nice. That's wow. That's, Love that. that's so See, cool. This is, this is why the, uh, I think a lot of people who, uh, who are, who are missing out when you, we're talking classic, classic horror movies and we're talking just, you know, it, horror movie doesn't always have to equate to blood and guts. Uh, Blood and guts. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of psychological horror and stuff. I mean, it's it's a broad genre, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a fun genre. That's what's fun, that's what's great about it. It's a it for a very long time. It was it was what made it so exciting was the taboo of it. You know, I think especially when you know from the 50s to the 60s, it became getting a bit more mainstream in the 70s, 80s. It was insane. It was it was just widely accepted in the 80s. Um. But I think it's such a great genre, and for what you do with Texas Frightmare, I think it's an amazing, uh, it's an amazing uh, uh, tribute to to the the horror genre. And I think you guys, from everything Wayne said, from every video I've ever seen of uh, anybody post from Texas Frightmare, uh, you guys seem to do it so well. And it it, it seems to uh, uh, now just uh, flow. Very, I, I don't know. I, it, you make it look easy is what I'm trying to say, yeah. but I'm sure it isn't. Well, you know who really makes it easy is our fans, the attendees. Um, it's all about family. And they really, everybody that's there is there to enjoy the show. They're, and they're there to, to see each other. Um, I, that's what I hear most of all is, hey, I go to see my friends. Yeah, you know, that's I don't, great. I don't care who the guests are. and. And that's that's what we wanted it to be from the very beginning, and the the attendees have made it that way. Yeah, that's man. Great. And like I've always said, any time I've ever gone, I've gone. I think I've been there three to four times now, and every time I've gone, I've met new, really cool people. Got to hang out with people. I mean, look, I met um, 
I, I went and emailed Billy Pond out of all people. I, I met him from, um, was not met him, but I saw his movie <clears> at <throat> Fear Fet in Mississippi. So I ended up emailing him to get him on our show. I was like, hey, why don't you come on the show? And then I met him for the first time at Frightmare, and we've become friends. And, like, you know, Billy's just such a nice dude. I'm, I'm, um, Ryan, who is in Circus of the Dead, um, he also is, like, a really close friend of ours now. He, like, does our website stuff. He helps us with computers and shit. So, I mean, it's it's really, really cool about the connections you can make at your show. I mean, it really is. I mean, the people that I've met there have always been, um, welcoming. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's been, it's it been is, really cool. It seems like a community. It's more it community is. than anything. It is. And that's why we wanted to, to do the live stream is, I mean, we shouldn't have to wait that long, you know, to see each other. And that's what I think everybody loves about it is they get on and they can talk to each other in the chat and, we talk to, to, to the attendees and it just kind of keeps us together. Yeah. It's, it's a good, well, it's a good thing. Who, who's, who do you have in mind? If there's a guest <laughs> out there that you're like, hasn't been to one of our shows yet, hasn't, hasn't done one of the conventions yet. If you could get somebody, who would it be right? Now? Somebody I would love to get because the attendees would love it mm-hmm. is Kurt Russell. Um, oh, wow. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. The whole Snake. place would go nuts. Yeah. Oh Yeah. People would lose their minds, and yeah. and that's what really drives me is when fans want uh, a particular guest. Those are the people that we try to go after, the the ones that our attendees ask for a lot. Yeah. Uh, not that I think Kurt Russell will ever do our show, <laughs> but... <laughs> hey, 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 you never know, man. You never, you know. never know. You never hey, know. you never know, and that's what... that's. What I always functioned on was was that theory. You never know, we, and that's how we got John Carpenter for the first time. Nobody ever thought that guy would do a convention, but I mean, it's I amazing. Started, I started writing him letters and emails, and finally, he was just like, "Okay, let's do it." That's so, so fucking cool, dude. It was Did awesome. You, yeah. Have you have you ever had Sven Gulli on? I haven't, and and I'll tell you, I don't really know a lot about Sven Gulli. I don't know. Has he ever? been in a texas or broadcast in texas i i'm not sure i mean i grew up with uh, i mean i've I've seen him for years um, yeah. i watch him every week and i always thought you know and i i know a little bit of it about his backstory I remember his original store uh, his original uh, studio was actually a building just outside of his house and he decked the whole thing out and it was just uh he, he just seems like a, a a guy that would be uh i think really great at your your your, okay. your convention um, yeah you, you he's got a huge to, following you guys have to fill me in who is this i'm not familiar with this person you've never seen spindle <laughs> no he's a horror host like he's, elvira oh like okay elvira, or uh we had uh, uh like the uh, one we had in louisiana was morgus kind of kind of like that yeah yeah uh but he, he's been doing it for years uh his thing is uh uh corny uh, yeah. he, he's, well, that's, that's what makes him. He's a bit corny. Uh, he, he has a, I mean, he's a horror host who, uh, is famous for rubber chickens. I mean, that's going to tell you <laughs> something. He's, uh, and he goes in, he's got some great jokes and they, they show the movie and then he does some commentary on the movie, that sort of thing. Sort of, uh, you know, uh, it, it's just fun. But I, every that's time cool. I watch that show, I'm like, he should be at Texas Frightmare. And I'm, pro- I'm saying to myself, he's probably done it already. You know, he hasn't, and um, here, here's the thing with me. 
uh, as a kid, I was not aware of horror hosts outside of Elvira mm-hmm. and and Joe Bob Briggs. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I saw I saw Elvira. I used to watch her all the time as a kid because she was on regular television. Right. But I never saw Joe Bob Briggs because I lived so far out in the country as a kid that we didn't have cable. Right. Right. So we so didn't either. I, I knew who he was, but I'd never seen any of his shows. Mm-hmm. So those are the only two horror hosts that I was aware of as a kid growing up. Um, of course, you know, as you, as I became more of a horror fan, then you start reading about these people, but sure. I, I was never aware of most of these horror hosts outside of those two. Yeah. Uh, there was one where I grew up in Pennsylvania and we had one, uh, uh, chili Billy. Uh, yeah. and he, yeah, he did, he did, uh, basically the same thing it was it was showing horror movies and some funny corny commentary and and a little bit of slapstick in between and uh, yeah. just to keep an entertaining show it was it was uh, one of those things you would turn on like around 10 o'clock at night when all the good TV shows were off and all of a sudden right. it was like what are you gonna watch at 10 o'clock it was like well let's watch a weird horror movie that no one's really heard of like <laughs> uh, gargoyles or or, or something bizarre. The, one know, of those like giant that. monster movies with like the giant ants crawling up the walls. Exactly. And all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. You're famous for that stuff. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes too, because the first one was so good you needed a sequel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and you're aware that he was in Night of the Living Dead also, right? Yeah. yeah. Really? And then, yeah, he was the newscaster, right? Newscaster. Wow. Yep. That's cool. And yeah, his he... daughter is Lori Cardell, who was the lead, the female lead in Day of the Dead. No shit. I didn't know any of that stuff. Of course, yeah, I didn't know yeah, who this person it, was. That sort of stuff was always amazing to me. The people that had those those underground shows that got such a cult following just because you know, just because of what they were. Just you know, Chili Billy, Svengooly. Like I said, I, I watch him every week, and he just uh, he just makes a bad week a little bit better, and you get to watch some bizarre horror movie that you completely forgot about, or. Like, why was this even made? You know, yeah. I mean, it's like that's like the guy that was here, uh, Morgus the Magnificent. I mean, he he died last year. It was he died last year. He was I don't remember. I think he was like eighty years old. Um, wow. But he he um he did this thing where he would do the same stuff. You know, he would do a show. His lab was above the old ice house. This is what he called it: the old ice house in New Orleans. It, it mm-hmm. the old ice house probably was torn down a thousand years ago, but you know it was just that was his shtick, like his his place where he kept his lab and he would do these experiments. He had a talking skull that would sure, that would help it's him. All, it's all corny. Yeah, he had a yeah. dude. He had a dude that would wear like a um, uh, the old hangsman thing. Where I mean, you know, it was the the executioner, the but it was brown and his name was Chopsley. You know, so it, it was kind it was, of funny. It's like a creep. Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Funny story about that guy was my dad worked at um, Charity Hospital uh, here for years. He worked he worked at the hospital for thirty years, and uh, he was the uh, bioelectronic technician foreman, right? So he helped fix all the machines and stuff. So Morgus Chopsley, and um, this is the weirdest combination, and Jean Claude Van Damme. Went down with their studio people, went down into where my dad worked, which was like the basement area of the hospital. And they were in there because they wanted, they wanted to purchase old machines that kind of still worked, 
but they weren't using it anymore. So they could use them for like the lab setups and stuff in the show. And I don't know. My dad said he doesn't still to, he, to, to that day. He didn't understand why Jean-Claude Van Damme was there. But Van Damme was there and he was a little bitty guy walking around just looking at everything. And from what he what he gathered was there was two separate, you know, uh, things. Van Damme was doing a movie and these guys from the, the horror thing were doing their own thing. But they were all together for the same, I guess, the same booker or well, producer or whatever. Van Damme was oh, yeah. just walking around looking for the Tombstone. <clears throat> Who knows? I don't know, but they went and bought a bunch of shit, and my dad had to put stuff like he had to make things for them to make the lights move and stuff that oh, were all, that was on the TV show. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty fucking cool. But there's 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 not a lot of people like that anymore. Those type no. of shows are are, yeah. are far and few between, and I think that's that's something else that needs to come back. I think another generation needs to jump on that bandwagon because. It it just uh, it adds uh, fuel to the fire of the cult following of those 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 weird wacky horror movies that that never should have been made but they're so amusing to watch. Well, I think that also I hate to say this, but I think the internet has been bad for a lot of things like that. I was gonna say that, and you know, and I think the internet's been bad for a lot of things. Period. And mm-hmm. as much as as great as the internet is on one hand, on the other hand, it's not so great. Sure, so, I mean, you know, it, it, it kills uh, a little I, bit of the, uh, a little bit of the, uh, the mystique of it too. You know, it takes a little bit of that surprise away. I mean, everything's way, as we were talking very earlier in the show, everything being so accessible. Yeah, you right. Know, th- yeah, uh, maybe to to a fault at times, stuff is too accessible for for, you know, because I, you lose that. I mean, you, know, mm-hmm. you. I just think, to me personally, I mean, you know. I, Y'all, I mean, I don't know if Lloyd knows, but everybody on the show knows that my wife's younger than I am, and right. it's it's a big right. generational gap. So like, you know, right? You pick you 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 picked her up at daycare. Yeah, right? I got her at daycare. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's seventeen years older, uh, younger than me. So what she watches, I, I I try to look at the trends that she watches to what we're doing on our show to try to kind of coincide to try to get you know the more hipper things and. Like, what I notice, she doesn't watch TV. Like, she does not watch television. She doesn't watch movies. She watches YouTube, TikTok, and, and not the Wiggles. You <laughs> You're a douche. But she, <laughs> oh, that's incredible. But, but she does watch those things, and, and you know, and, and she likes a lot of streaming stuff. So... If, you do, if you're going to end up doing something along the lines of a horror host, it would have to be on one of those platforms to suck in all those people that aren't us. Because you know we're going to watch it because it's something that we love. But to get new people on board, new generations, you're going to have to find that tech that they are looking at and weed into that to try to make them watch. You yeah. know? Well, you you got to change with the times. I guess that's the way it's Yeah, it's basically. Was done. And yeah, and, I mean, and the Wiggles. Come on. Everybody knows she was a Barney kid. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 one of the funny things is is uh Lloyd, it's it's you guys' fault cuz we we conceived our child at Frightmare. I remember you remember? telling me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. wow, that that must have been awkward. And it was in weird. Line. It was weird in the tables room. You know, it was weird in that one room where everybody <laughs> watching us. But hey, you know, whatever. They didn't care. <laughs> you you brought the the child the your boy. It's a boy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I have you pictures to the show 
as every, dressed as Freddy Krueger, right? Yep. I brought him as I got pictures of me and you and him. Yeah. Um, I actually got pictures of me and him and my wife with uh, uh, Robert England. And Robert was so excited that he was dressed up like Freddy. And he was so little, he's holding him up <laughs> with his hand. He gave us like five extra pictures. Like He was like, Yo, take another one. Do this one. Let's make him smile. You know, it was awesome. It's in Robert the best. Oh, he was such a sweet dude, man. I love talking to that guy. Ah. Another another really cool incident was I was I was in line waiting uh, to get him to sign something, and um, this was not at your show. This was at um, oh, was it Wizard World or something? And oh, uh, we don't want to hear about that. I know, I know. No. Well, at your <laughs> show, no, but, that's but, the devil. But at your, but, I, but your show, it, the the lines were so long, I couldn't. I waited, but it got cut off. Oh, I got cut off. Have, man, I tell you, Robert's lines was, at a horror it, convention. Was, it was insane. Holy mackerel. Right, and then at at Wizard World, I just walked up to it. You know, it was like he yep. was just sitting there. Well, there was a it was a young lady in front of me and her husband and somebody else with her and they were getting something signed and she was all giddy and stuff and being stupid. And he looks at her and he just went complete Freddy Krueger and he goes, now shut up, bitch. Let me sign this. And it was so funny. <laughs> it was so good. And he, she started laughing. And he goes, I'm just messing with you. You know, and he signs it up uh, and it, it was to hear him do that voice was also very cool. You know? I've always said meeting Robert England now is like meeting Vincent Price, you know, yes. in the '60s or the '70s. Yeah, you know? oh, that would have been amazing. Oh it? yeah, have Vincent Price it. I mean, that that man was iconic. Well, his voice, that... his everything with Vincent Price was great. Ugh. Oh, I would I would kill to meet him right now. <laughs> right, but that's what I'm saying about Robert England is meeting him is it, is equal. that yeah that's, is equal. It's the same thing, and you know. We're not going to have him forever. None of us right. are going to be no. around forever. So I mean, he's yeah. rock star. I mean, you know, like he is a well, rock he's got, star. He's, he's got his new show right now. It's on uh, Travel on Channel. Yeah, yeah, Travel Channel, and, and it's doing well. I've I've seen it quite a few times, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's entertaining. I, yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it's fun, and I, I'm glad he's still doing stuff and, and being out there because he he needs to be because uh, he needs to scare the sh- the pants off uh, younger generations that are coming up for sure. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I, I can say I can honestly say uh, if I have never gone to Frightmare, I would have never gotten to meet you know Sid Haig. I, I talked to him like, I mean he was the just the coolest guy too, man. I mean just sitting next, he uh, my wife was she was nervous to meet him. She goes, I don't know if I should. I'm scared of him, you know, blah blah blah. And I'm like, he's just a nice guy. He's come sit with me, and um. But he was he was awesome. We talked for a few minutes, you know, and and then I met him again at another show, and we talked again, and he just remembered my wife being scared of him, so it was funny. Um, so well, fun. it's just cool that if you think about it, horror conventions and sci-fi, you know, and comics, yeah, 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 those are really the only genres that actually foster a community for a convention. Yeah, it really you does. Know? You're you're not you're not gonna go. There's not a comedy convention where you can meet Jerry Seinfeld and <laughs> right, you right. Know, Eddie Murphy and stuff like that. But you can do that with horror. Yeah, so, or so soap opera convention or I don't right. know. Is there soap opera? I mean, no, maybe I don't think is. there's a soap opera convention, but it'd be really weird. There's no, there's like like an action convention, you know. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. It's all these washed up old dudes standing there. Yeah, remember when I stabbed that guy in that movie? Yeah, yeah there, right? <laughs> there are no washed up uh, action actors. They're just new members of the Expendables. That's true. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. You just add them yeah. to the Expendable franchise. 
<laughs> did they ever get Chuck Norris in one of those movies? They they did the third one. Yeah, I've got yep. I've I've got that on 4K. I think I bought like you the, need you the need to watch box it. Set. I haven't watched it yet. You, you know, watch it. He just shows thing. up what? out of the blue, man. He just shows up out of the blue and like like shows some bunch bu- of shit blows up. Independent mercenary. Yeah, he right? just walks up. So, <laughs> all the I'm not giving anything away because it's just really funny. They're getting ready to do this big battle, right? And then all of a sudden you hear all this gunfire. <laughs> and I mean, it's supposed to be the epic that the climax of the movie. Right. And all of a sudden here comes Chuck Norris, and and Stallone looks at him and says. Did you do? He goes, what do you think? And he just, that was it. And he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he took out like an RB. It was like, it's, it's yeah, like all the cool. Chuck Norris memes and, and books all rolled into one, one five second scene, man. You know, just like wiped it. It was great. It was beautiful. I've got to watch those. I, I've watched a little bit of the first one. I don't remember what happened. I never finished it, but he's like, are you working out? He's like, yeah, Bowflex. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? We're all old because we remember the Bowflex commercial with Chuck Norris in it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I love Invasion USA. That's oh, a great old Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Delta Force. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. But there's a, there's a lot of action movies, uh, act, actors, that you don't get enough for, uh, recognition, like Jeff Speakman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm trying to think who else. The guy that played uh, American Ninja, uh, the American Ninja stuff. That's what I was just trying to think of was the American Ninja guy. I can't think of his name either. I mean, there were, well, how many more? There was like eight of them. Yes. They just kept going. It was like, why does this keep getting remade? Because he, because he had no other job. He's like, I need to make movies. Michael (laughs) Dudikoff. There you go. There There he is. is. I have. I have the box set. There is a an American Ninja block, box set that I bought out of the UK. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it must weigh like 60 pounds because it's got so many films in it. <laughs> I, I have that, that, though. It's another one that I just haven't got around to watching. You better sit I mean, down I've seen them all as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It comes with a lock of his hair in every box. Because <laughs> he had that curly-ass hair and stuff. That oh, was all God. It was all baby and... It was great. He was like, uh, he looked like a tennis player that was kicking ass. What a, happened to that guy? Man? Oh my god, no. Probably drugs. Who yeah, knows? yeah. And, and there's like, uh, well, he didn't the, make it through the Kumite. Well, there was, yeah, Van Damme series. Remember Van Damme? Oh, it was Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he did his. Um, uh, Lion was it? Not Lionheart. What was the the, the Lion one he did? The... That was Lionheart, wasn't it? No, Lionheart was freaking um, Mel Gibson, wasn't it? Oh yeah, that was Braveheart. Braveheart. <laughs> I can't oh, get yeah, all... you're right, Lionheart. Yeah, Lionheart. Yeah, yeah he did I, that. Every which time was I always think of the him. same movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was all the same movie. It just had a different title. I I always remember him for there was Cyborg and the yes. Universal Soldier. Universal Soldier. I will never forget that movie. That was like, uh, it was like a bad version of of Terminator. It was. It was. It was Jean Claude and but Dolph Lundgren. It, but I loved it. Yeah. I own I own one and I think there's three or four. That's that's way too many. Okay, Star. I have a question. All right. Mm-hmm. There is a crazy, crazy, crazy action film, and I wonder if you guys you guys have to have heard of it. Okay. Shazam? It's called No. <laughs> it's, called, <laughs> it's called Jim Cotta. Jim Cotta. Have you no. ever heard of Jim Cotta? No, but I need to. I need this okay. in my life. So I pulled it up, the the synopsis. An American gymnast travels to a foreign country to compete in a deadly game, not won by anyone other than a native 
in more than 900 years. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I may know this movie. <laughs> this guy's like, he's a gymnast, an Olympic gymnast, but he also is skilled in the art of gymkata. And the poster has him doing like a flying <laughs> double leg kit, knocking out. How do you sp- how do you spell this? Is it like J I M or J We? No, it's G G Y M G Y M K A T A. I have to see. It this. is the craziest movie you'll ever see. My oh. next dog is going to be named Jim Cotta. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I see. The, I, I've seen this poster a hundred times with him doing this kick on these ninjas. I have to watch this movie. The first review on uh, IMDb says, enter the mullet. (laughs) (laughs) That is great. See, these are are movies that they won't show anymore because they're so non-politically correct for anybody to see. I'm sure there there is something in these movies that you're going to go, oh, I don't, you know, a, a younger person would go, Oh, that's not right. They should make this. We're going to protest this. I was like, no, that's just. <laughs> well, it was, come on, it was man. It's freaking 1983, dude. Dude, that's they're, the way it they're was. trying to protest Tropic Thunder and make and make it's Robert Downey like the Jr. 20 years old. Lose his career. Well, the movie. The problem with movies made in this era was that they were all made over like there were a bunch of executives at a one of those big long executive tables, and there were just piles of cocaine, and all yeah. of these movies were just based on blown getting blown to shit with cocaine (laughs) god i miss the 80s right right (laughs) what the fuck like they they, they're just snorting tons of coke and thinking i got a good idea for a movie man yeah the next guy's like oh that's a great idea great idea i know a guy (laughs) he's got his own sword he can make a movie it'll be great no doubt jesus christ man yeah 80s (laughs) 80s movies, man. I mean, if if anything says 80s more than, um, what is it, The Last Dragon or, or you know, one of the, you know, one of those type of, um, uh, offshoots of like the Kung Fu years, you know, those stuff, man. Karate uh, Kids and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful, yeah. beautiful, the beautiful, beautiful time and scene. Something I discovered recently. I've never seen that movie. Are you serious? Yeah, and it came out on um. On Netflix, I believe. Wow, that was a waste of time, wasn't it? That is one of the, <laughs> that is one of the greatest movies ever made, young man. It oh is. It's insane, and it's insanely funny. It really right. is. I mean, come it's on, so the Shogun of Harlem, and and his name is Bruce Leroy of all things. <laughs> and it was produced by um, uh, Motown. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just crazy. It's yeah, a, and it's those a beautiful are, thing. are in a way kind of horror movies in their own right. Yes, they uh, are. <laughs> well, they are and cult I, films. So they are. They, they yeah. are. Sure. They fall into the same kind of category. <laughs> <laughs> I need that T-shirt in the background in my life right now with the with the skull hand of the Texas. I think that is awesome. The yeah, fire, yeah. That is an awesome shirt. Yeah, we have some. Oh, do you? Oh, we have I, some. I'll have to buy one off you. That is awesome. Yeah, that's we, amazing. We um we've got that. We've we've been uh, we got a little creative and put together a little essentials kit with that shirt and a mask and hand sanitizer. And <laughs> I saw that. That was incredible. <laughs> it had it even had deodorant in it, and people love that. I mean, but it didn't have toilet paper because you couldn't find it. That's you? right. My my wife wanted to like 
take a roll of toilet paper and just like tear off little pieces and put it in like a uh, little Ziploc bag and put it in there and be like, here's your toilet paper, man. (laughs) Finger finger protector. That's all that is right there. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of a tongue in cheek kind of a thing. And a lot of people enjoyed it. They thought it was fun. I thought, I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. I looked at it. I was like, I told my wife, I said, look, if we ever get in trouble, we know what to do. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Oh my goodness! But this is awesome, man. It's been I'm, a I'm good glad show, that man. I'm, I'm glad that that Texas Friday is, is moving forward. I'm glad that everything is gonna appears to at this point in time be back on track. And uh, I think I think uh, I would love to, to be down there for September for it. I think it's gonna be great. Hey, well, fingers crossed. Everything goes as planned, and we'd love to see you there, man. Hell yeah, dude. Great. Well, Lloyd, look, man, thank you for coming back on the show. Finally making a a, a way back to us. Maybe we can uh, set this up again sometime, you know, in the next couple months. Absolutely. I'm down. Awesome. That'd be great. Awesome, That'd buddy. be fun. Well, uh, let everybody know, I mean, that, that if they don't know already because we talk about it to you guys all the time, but let everybody know uh, the URLs and stuff of, of, this, of Frightmare and things like that so they can go find their stuff. Yeah, when you when you guys put this up, uh, just let me know and I'll um, I'll spread the word and post heck out of it. Oh yeah, Very for cool. sure, for sure, man. 100%. Absolutely. Oh, are you asking me for my URL? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, <laughs> I, I was telling you to tell these people out here where to find your stuff, man. Uh, I'm a little dense. Um, it's cool, man. Uh, TexasFrightmareWeekend.com. And you can get links on that website to everything else, YouTube and uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, whatever, whatever other social media websites we're on. But everything is there, and that's the, the best place to start, TexasFrightmareWeekend.com. Yeah, you Are you have... offering those packages again, like the, the package yeah. deals, the different, the different tiers? Uh, the, the package deals, like, what do you mean? Like, uh, like, uh, for didn't at one point in time, if I remember correctly, Wayne, correct me if I'm wrong, there was like a, uh, like you had a, like a gold pass, different type of oh. passes or something. Well, that's the thing is we're sold out of everything except weekend passes. So oh, okay. weekend well, that... and single day passes, but the VIPs are sold out. Premium passes are sold out. Uh, we have weekend passes available though. And, uh, we've got, you know, if you just want to come out for one day, you can buy a Friday, Saturday or a Sunday pass. Oh, very nice. Well, there you go. Sweet. So, yeah, man. And, and if you guys, anybody out there wants to, you know, find any of this stuff, we'll, we will have the, the links at the bottom uh, of the description. So go look down there on our, you know, on this episode. But uh, Lloyd, always, man, it's always a pleasure to have you, bro. Uh, like I said, anytime, you're always welcome back here. Uh, we love you guys. And uh, I'm so glad and stoked that you guys are going to keep going and we're going to hopefully see you guys in september well thanks y'all for having me on i appreciate it it's always good to talk to you guys always an honor for sure so remember guys i was your host wayne i'm the rum guy and remember ladies and gentlemen boys and girls to keep it keep it keep it it.
That's it. Get 